Well, during the uh, provincial election campaign, I spoke to uh, the main candidates in the Darcy McGee riding. And of course, the Liberal candidate was Elizabeth Prass, uh, no stranger to us. She uh, uh, ran the office in Darcy McGee for about seven years and returned. So first off, Liz, congratulations on your victory. Thank you so much. It was um, it was a great night. So you you came into this campaign kind of late. It was like just before the campaign started. But that couldn't have been easy to put together your whole campaign team and everything in such short order. Uh, no, it was definitely a challenge um, when some of my uh, colleagues and other writings had been announced in May or June. So they had a lot more chance to get their teams together, to get their schedules together. Uh, I was lucky enough that a lot of the people I wound up working with are people that I'd worked with in the past. So <clears throat> had good working relationships, uh, understood how we worked. Um, obviously, there's always lessons to, to take from uh, one experience to another. And I might have done things a little bit different next time. But I think overall, I'm pretty happy with how it went in the time that we had to put it together. So now you have a four-year mandate. Uh, and things have started off quite exciting for the Liberal Party. First off, um, you know, uh, you your leader, uh, Dominic Anglet, stepped down. But you always had a good relationship with her, did you not? Yeah, um, I've known Dominique for a few years when um, she was Minister of Economic Development and Vice Premier. Um, she had approached me to hire me because I had worked for previous ministers of economic development. Um, and so we always had a good relationship uh, when I was in Quebec City with David. Uh, often we would have dinner with her team. And uh, look, we're all human beings at the end of the day. And it's never easy to see somebody uh being torn down in the media and having to pull themselves up. Um, we often forget that politicians are human beings, but there's definitely that element that we we have to account for. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, she she made a lot of mistakes. I say that uh, in my meet wearing my media hat. But the one good thing she did was give us Elizabeth Press. And that was a good decision. I mean, it sincerely, because you know what? It was, uh, you know, you had you had you had you were gone for a year during the the time that people were upset with the liberals. Now you're back. How are how has things begun? You're out. You're making the rounds. You're attending events. You're getting to. You're getting and and it's familiar for you. It's not like you're. Re, you don't really have to introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. No. That's um. What was interesting, even when I announced, is uh, I kind of had forgotten all the relationships that I developed over the years and how this was almost. Uh, um, instinctual doing all of these things out of habit so it's been um, really easy to fall back into it but definitely um, the mental adjustment from being behind the scenes to being in front of the scene to being in front of the scene has been one that I, I have to be conscious of uh, just because I'm so used to the work that I did for seven years for someone else and now I'm that quote-unquote someone else so putting myself in that mindset has been a bit of an adjustment but um, it's also been really uh, a pleasure to um, work with people that I worked with in the past and be able to pick up where we left off on files rather than having to start from scratch so that's been um, very very helpful. So you know the Darcy Media has always had a Jewish M&A, but you become the first Jewish woman elected as M&A for Darcy McGee. How proud of you are that? Uh, are you of that? Uh, very much so. I mean, I think it's um, you know a sign of the times that uh, it's yes, it's it's the it's somebody from the Jewish community, but this time a woman. And along with Pascal Derry, we're the two first Jewish women uh, to be at the National Assembly. And uh, like I said, I think it's a sign of the times that. Um, you know, regardless of your gender or of your race or of your faith, 
there's place for you because we're a reflection of uh, Quebec society. So let's talk about your official critic uh, again. Good move by Dominic Angled. Let's give her a credit. She gave you some good posts. So you're the opposition critic for social services, mental health, persons living with a disability or with autism spectrum disorder, and for the fight against racism. That's a lot of dossiers. Yeah, I wanted to take on a lot. And I also think that they're files that uh, particularly touch me or touch the writing. Obviously, the fight against racism, uh, whether it be anti-Semitism in Code St. Luke or Hampstead or um, racism in the Code de Neige area, I think that it's an issue that, that really touches all of the areas of the writing and everyone who lives here. And something that I'm looking forward to fervently uh, defend, especially we've seen a lot of cases in the last few weeks with police and profiling and the CAC government, which won't even recognize systemic racism, much less uh, want to deal with it. So I, I really want to take that on. And um, social services, mental health, people with disability and on the autism spectrum, it's something that is uh, close to my heart. As you know, my son is on the spectrum. And um, through the different organizations we've worked with him, I've gotten to meet other parents and other individuals who have with disabilities or special needs. <clears throat> and there's never enough resources and there's never enough education. And um, I, I, I wanna be the one to be able to speak firsthand for a lot of the families when I talk to the government and explain to them, <clears throat> excuse me, from a firsthand perspective, why their programs don't work, why there aren't enough resources and what needs to be done. And um, you know, mental health was always an issue post pandemic. It's even more of an issue. Um, I'm learning and really interesting, for instance, there was an article out earlier this week, I wasn't aware that in Quebec, you need a PhD in order to be a psychologist that works for the state. And only 20% of students who apply get in because the program is so small. So it's a chicken and the egg um, kind of situation. And so, you know, learning all of those things and giving me the tools to be able to confront the government and say, you know, there's a real issue here and you're choosing not to deal with it. Um, I think that these are things, like I said, that not only touch the residents of Darcy McGee, but issues that touch all of Quebecers. And I'm looking forward to take those on. As the mom of a child who has autism, um, you are now, you know, liberals have official party status. You're in the National Assembly. You're going to have an opportunity. So you're going to be able to do more than, let's say, the average citizen on these issues now. And that must make you feel, uh, you know, uh, pleased. Yeah, no, I, I'm I like I said, I think there aren't enough voices in um, government, in, in media out there. Um, that can talk about these things from a first-person perspective and therefore really understand the, what families are going through. And I am honored to be able to say that, um, you know, I can really be an advocate. I think every parent of a special need or disabled child is an advocate for their child, but now I can be an advocate for that community <clears throat> and for all of those families. And everything that <clears throat> guides me to do that is to help, you know, the, the larger communities. So I'm very proud and Hopefully, when I'm able to 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 convince the government to get things done, you know, I'll definitely feel like I had a part in that and that uh, I was able to help, you know, families at large. So finally, Liz, uh, you're going to have your fundraiser. You know, talk about going and getting right into the fire right away. That's, you know, you have to give your first fire. That's going to be on November the 23rd, Wednesday, November 23rd, 5 p.m. at Ruby Foo's Hotel, uh, the Hong Kong Shanghai Room. Uh, and it's a cocktail. Uh, since this was an election year, uh, maximum contribution for 2022 is $200, which is the cost of the ticket for the event. 
and you can make your donation online. I'll put it in the description of this uh, podcast so people can get the details. But you have one great speaker. I think uh, not not only would people want to come to talk to you, Liz, but tell us who your speaker is that night. Yeah, I'm very honored that uh, Clifford Lincoln, former MA and you know uh, advocate for the community, has uh, agreed to speak. Uh, He's a legendary status, as, as if you will. And I think that for our community and frankly, you know, what we've been through in the last year, year and a half with Bill 96, I think to have somebody who's going to speak from the heart um, about our community is going to be something that um, speaks to to all of the, the, the residents of Darcy McGee and people who, who are supporting us. All right, Liz. Well, good luck in your mandate. Thanks for joining us. And we'll definitely talk again. Great. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Mike. Great talking to Elizabeth Press, the newly elected MA for Darcy McGee.